actually successful uh, businesses alternate and mix between small and large launches in the lifetime of their businesses, because that is a way to continue growing and engaging with their customers. Of course, it's also an opportunity for them to enlarge its uh, customer base, enlarge their market size, and of course, regional growth. So as a tactic, launching is a great way to introduce something new or timely, or even something that is an extension of an existing line. This is Let's Make Waves podcast. I'm your host, Rana Al-Basri Marwad, and I believe that we're all here to make waves. I created this podcast to help you build your brand by sharing with you tools, resources, and strategies to gain professional authority for better business opportunities. If you want to get unstuck, you've come to the right place. Let's get started. Are you planning to launch something soon? I'm saying this because launches comes in different sizes. It could be a big launch, a new business, launching a digital course, introducing a new product, or it could be a small launch, such as a holiday promotion or a discount offer. Whatever you're planning to launch, whatever it is, trust me when I tell you that I've had my share of stressful nights when it comes to launches, be it for myself or for my clients. Now, in general, launches are stressful because it involves a lot of moving parts. And as business owners, we understand the importance of launches because launches are part of the growth strategy for the business. It is similar in terms of reason when it comes to professionals or thought leaders, you know, when they launch a book or a digital course, a mastermind, for example. It is not, um, launches are not a one-off effort. Actually, successful uh, businesses alternate and mix between small and large launches in the lifetime of their businesses, because that is a way to continue growing and engaging with their customers. Of course, it's also an opportunity for them to enlarge its uh, customer base, enlarge their market size, and of course, regional growth. So as a tactic, launching is a great way to introduce something new or timely, or even something that is an extension of an existing line. Now, this tactic passes through three stages, pre-launch, launch, launch, and post-launch. And it's within these three stages that certain communication and marketing mistakes can occur. And these mistakes could be detrimental to the success potential of the launch itself. So as professionals, so many of us are not strangers to experiencing at least one unsuccessful launch in our career path. And that's something that is very common and it's part of the journey. It's part of this career or part of entrepreneurship. Um, Communication and marketing are pillar tools in the launch process. They're just as important as the actual launch of the product itself. And these tools, they play a role in creating the right atmosphere and the right buzz around the activation. It is because of their importance that we need to make sure that all the details in the strategy are well thought of and well planned. 
So today I wanted to shed the spotlight on some mistakes that you could avoid during the launch so that you can maximize the success potential of that launch. Okay, let's dive in. Now, when we focus on the entire customer journey, we will have a better picture of the launch activation that we are creating. So if you are a professional with an established personal brand or an existing business, and you're planning to launch something new, or you're planning to introduce a new product or a service, then by understanding that customer journey, you are able to strategize for an existing client and for a new client within that ecosystem. So as we all know, it is easier to sell to an existing customer than to actually acquire a new one. So launches play the two roles. It plays a role in this customer journey by introducing that customer to a new product or service and introducing the whole thing to a new customer. The messaging within our marketing and communication will focus on the brand story, the promise, the USP, and the new product that we are launching. Think of it this way. Recall when is the last time that your favorite brand um, experience, like you've experienced a launch? How many times did your favorite brand do that? It could be a launch of any size. It could be a promotion, a sale, a new product, uh, an event. This is, this is the big picture. You are a recurring customer reintroduced to this new activation, and you know that there will be customers, you know, friends maybe who never bought into your favorite product, but now they are noticing the noise around the launch from your favorite brand and maybe they're considering it. So do stick around. I want to talk about other, you know, I want to share with you the list of, you know, the significant advantages of professionals to have launches. Once we talk about the five mistakes that could go during a typical launch. All right, so do stick around because I'd love to share with you that thing. Let's start with the common mistakes. Mistake number one, you did not use the right communications or the right marketing tools to build the interest and to create the hype in the pre-launch phase. Now, I've mentioned, if you've remembered in the beginning of this episode, that launches involve a lot of moving parts, okay? So... It is in the pre-launch Markham tactics, they also have a lot of moving parts. So when you're planning a launch, you're advertising, you're content marketing, email marketing, influencer marketing, even publicity, they all have to work together and in sync with each other, complementing each other, and in some cases, even overlapping each other. So using the right tools and creating a plan will help you build the hype and the interest, the curiosity before the actual launch takes place. And this is where you're able to allow to announce bits of the offer. You start connecting with existing customers and you start attracting new customers. By pushing or by prioritizing one tool over the other, this is where the common mistake happens. And remember that your target audience consume media differently and on different ways, different channels. So by using one tool, it is not able to fulfill all of your launch needs. That's where the mistake happens. Mistake number two 
is when your launch Markham tactics are different from your usual business Markham strategy. So during a launch project, consistency in those details is key. And I'm not saying that you should not be trying something new or a new tactic. It's not wrong. However, too much change in the tactics, it's very risky because what you're doing, you're using new tools that you've never used before. You've never tested them before. And it is this kind of risk that is going to reflect on the efficacy of your market Markham plans. So I always recommend an 80-20 strategy kind of thing where 80% of the budget goes to tried and tested marketing tools and 20% on new tools that's never been tried before. And this is usually very efficient for all sizes of budgets, but it's especially efficient when you are with you're launching with a limited budget. Okay, mistake number three, your funnel is too complicated. So you're not considering what you're asking from the customer or from the people. And I would say it's a rule of thumb that you have to make it a very easy experience and process for your audience to connect and to take action. And this is even more important during a launch. The funnels that you use and the different ask that you create in your marketing execution, they have to be simple and easy. If you overcomplicate the path or the experience for your audience to reach a decision to buy from you, there is a very big chance that you kind of lose them in the path, in the middle of the process. And this is especially true for online experiences. So Always make sure that your funnels are very simple, they are clear, your platforms are very well designed, navigation is easy, your customer service team are very well trained and they are informed of all of the details of the launch and any other detail that you think is important during that process just to make the process easy and simple for your customer. Mistake number four is that you did not give the right attention to your existing customers. Now, I know that during a launch, especially if it's a major big launch, the focus is to get as many new people on board uh, as much as possible. And marketing can be directed to attract uh, the new customers. It's your megaphone. However, Selling to existing customers should not be neglected because this is a low-hanging fruit opportunity. It has not been done. If it's not been done well, it is a very easy way to leave money on the table. So during the launch, many of the marketing tools such as, you know, for example, email marketing or direct marketing, they play a role in getting the existing audience to reconnect with you and reconnect and re-experience your business or your work or your product. And so this re-experience is very important and it's a very important opportunity. The final mistake, mistake number five, is that you did not plan your Markham tactics post-launch. So the two longest phases in any launch is the pre-launch phase and the post-launch phase. There's great weight on the pre-launch. That's absolutely important. But also the post-launch, the post-launch phase also plays a very, very big role. 
because the post-launch, you maintain the hype of the launch, the actual event, and it is very helpful in giving the longest mileage to your message, to your announcement, to your, to your budget. So what you're doing is that you're riding the wave of the existing hype, and that will help you to connect with your audience or especially the people who were maybe not aware during the launch or people who are on the fence and they haven't decided to engage with you yet. They're just waiting for more information to take the actual decision. So post-launch is a phase that could be as short as one or two months or it could be as long as a year. It all depends on the size of the launch. And this is where new marketing and new communication uh, tactics can be added during that post-launch phase. Now, I don't want to forget, as I've mentioned, the launches, they have a lot of moving parts. The aim of all of this is to maximize the result of your launch. And there are benefits of these, uh, you know, these launches and advantages for, for launches in businesses. But as I promised, I wanted also to um, focus on why is it also a significant advantage for professionals and thought leaders to have launches, whether it's a product launch, a service, a personal project launch. This is the ability to generate excitement, build anticipation, and create a memorable impact. So the key advantages for professionals and thought leaders in to launch something new, number one is visibility and recognition. Number two is personal brand building. Number three, it's a fantastic opportunity for engagement and interaction and even connection with audience or with peers. Number four, it's an opportunity to showcase expertise and to demonstrate competence. Number five, it's a great opportunity for press, for media, um, number six, it's an, also an opportunity for networking and for collaboration potential. Number seven, it is a great lead generation uh, opportunity. And number, nine, number eight is differentiation and celebrating milestones. So I don't want to forget that um, businesses or even professionals, for them, launches present the opportunity to to be a learning uh, tool, an improvement tool, because every launch provides professionals or the businesses with the opportunity to learn and to improve, to improve on their process. You analyze the success of the launch, you will analyze the areas of enhancement, and that will allow you to improve better and better and make it more successful for the future. So whether it in the business world or in personal projects, a well-executed launch can have a very long-lasting impression and it can set the stage for ongoing success. And with that, uh, this comes to the end of today's, uh, this week's episode. As always, thank you so much for being here and for listening. Please feel free to connect with me on social media. I would love to hear from you. If you have found this episode valuable, please share the podcast with your network. As always, I do hope that you didn't forget to subscribe. And if you would leave a review, I would be very grateful. Until next week, take care and keep making waves. Bye.